ready for the word this morning? I hope so, because I'm excited about it. Praise the Lord. Well, a few weeks back, we began to teach along the lines of the prophetic word that Brother Jerry Savell received from the Lord for 2023. This is the year of the maximum. This is the year of the highest level attainable. Do you believe receiving the maximum kind of results is going to do something for your life? Do you think that's going to do something for this church, getting maximum results? Reaching them, the, the, bringing in the maximum amount of people that can possibly be brought in for the kingdom of God. Maximum results. Seeing maximum amounts of people being healed from sickness and disease. Seeing maximum, maximum, maximum amount of people being set free, delivered, glory to God. Seeing, seeing maximum results on all the seeds you've sown. <laughs> Reaching the highest level attainable. I, I know for a lot of people, they're like going, Pastor, 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 how could that possibly happen? Well, this is where we trusted him, take him at his word, Lay hold on it and say, God, I ain't letting go to it. It does come to pass. You know, it's only going to happen for those who believe. You can hear the exact same word as the person next to you. And the person next to you can all of a sudden start to have all kinds of maximum things happen in their lives. New vehicles coming in. New houses coming in. All kinds of things happening. And you're thinking, why didn't it happen for me? You got to get in faith. You hear the word of the Lord and say, God, that's for me. It's not just for Jerry Savelle. It's not just for those who get to hear Jerry Savelle live. It's for me. I receive it by faith. I'm expecting maximum results today in my life. Oh, and I'm excited about it. I'm telling you, I'm tell, I am telling you, things are changing in our lives, in this church. And every one of you, Every one of you has a role to play in this church, which means you're going to get maximum results too. Ha, ha, ha. Okay, I better get off on this. Woo! Friends, 2023 is the year of the maximum. 2023 is the year of the highest level attainable. Now, I want to share this, uh, another prophetic word given out by Charles Capps back in 1978. That brother uh, Jerry Savell brings out. He says, financial inversion, financial inversion shall increase. The economy will go up and down, but those who learn to walk in the word, they shall see prosperity come forth in a way that men have not seen in the past. Yes, there is coming a financial inversion in the world system. It's been held in reservoirs by wicked men, but the end is near. Those reservoirs shall be tapped and shall be drained for the gospel of Jesus Christ. Whoo, you will see things you never dreamed come to pass. God has planned a wealth transfer. I think I might just say that one again. God has planned a wealth transfer transfer and it will come to pass just just like he said it would this gives me happy what is this referring to go with me in your bibles to proverbs proverbs chapter 13 i want to see what the bible i want you to see what the we just read there those prophetic words and what the bible says is going to happen in these last days if you don't believe we're living in the last days, you need to wake up. Awake, old sleeper. Do you know that if you are asleep, you look just like people who are dead? Say long. People who are dead aren't getting any results. People who are sleeping aren't going to get any results. It doesn't say awake all oh, those who are dead. It says awake those who are sleeping. I don't want to be sleeping when the Lord comes. I want to be busy about the master's uh, uh, work, what he wants to be doing in the work today, amen. We need to wake up. Everybody say, I'm awake. 
All right, I'll see you later on. I'll say the same thing. But <laughs> listen to this, Proverbs 13, 22. A good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children. But, everybody say but. The wealth of the sinner, the wealth of who? The sinner is stored up for the righteous. Listen to that second part of this verse in the Amplified Bible. It says, the wealth of the sinner finds its way eventually into the hands of the righteous for whom it was laid up. <laughs> woo, woo. I think I'm going to read it again. And the wealth of the sinner finds the way eventually into the hands of the righteous for whom it was laid up. Glory to God. Everybody say, that's me. That's me. I'm the righteous. I'm the righteous. This wealth of the sinner is coming into. It's coming to me. I'm the righteous. It's been laid up for me. And like, come on now, come on now. You should be getting a little bit more excited about this. It's laid up for you. Just like that prophetic word said, there is a, 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 a reservoir, reservoir of finances. These reservoirs have been filled by wicked men. But the end is near. That reservoir is being tapped into, friends. I'm believing it. I know it. And I'm expecting it in my life. I'm laying hold of this in Jesus' name. I'm laying hold of this in Jesus' name. I am the righteous here. How about you? Oh, Pastor Dan, you just don't know who I am. You just don't know how I live. You just don't know the mistakes I've made. Your righteousness has nothing to do with that. Your righteousness is his righteousness. You receive his righteousness the moment you get born again. Did you hear what I just said? Which means you qualify for this scripture. The wealth of the sinner finds its way eventually into the hands of the righteous. Everybody say, that's me. Say, that's me. I'd say it again. That's me. I'm going to get some people excited in here today. Everybody say, that's me. That's me. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And, and why? Why? So that we can get the gospel spread all over this world and bring in this end times harvest. And then, whoop, we out of here. Glory to God. Let me give you an example of this, of this thing happening. Brother Oral Roberts, who since got home to be with the Lord, tells about one time he was believing God to pay off all the debts of his doctors and nurses that had gone through his school, Oral Roberts University. And so it was, after he figured it out, it was going to cost $8 million to do that. He wanted to get them out on the mission field. And he said the first $7 million just came in. It was amazing. No problems, no issues whatsoever. But it was this last million dollars there was issues with. It just didn't want to come in. It wasn't coming. And, and, and so, you know, he... There was a gentleman in Florida, him and his wife were, you know, eating breakfast, and, and the gentleman was uh, looking at the television, scanning through the channels, and all of a sudden, he saw Brother Roberts, and he stopped, and Brother Roberts began to share this, how he was still short a million dollars, believing for the money to pay these doctors and nurses' debts off so they could get out into the mission field. And this man looked at his wife and said, what's up with Christians? Why aren't they doing that? And so this man got in a vehicle, and traveled to ORU. And when he got to ORU, he went to Brother Oral Roberts, and he handed Brother Oral Roberts a check for $1 million. This man was not a Christian. This man owned, owned dog racing uh, places where they do dog racing. He was the owner of dog racing places. He wasn't a Christian, but he listened to God. The wealth of the sinner is laid up for the just, for the righteous. Brother Jerry Savelle talks about one time that this gentleman called who knew Kenneth Copeland, didn't, didn't know Jerry Savelle's, uh, he knew Kenneth Copeland's phone number, he didn't know Jerry Savelle's. He called uh, Brother Copeland and said, can I get Jerry Savelle's phone number? I, I, I'm supposed to do something for him. And so uh, Kenneth Copeland calls, you know, Jerry Savelle and says, this gentleman wants to talk with you, I, 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 you know, I vouch for him and, and stuff. And so he says that uh, Jerry Savelle calls the guy, and he, you know, he doesn't know who he is, but he says, Brother Jerry, I know you don't know who I am, but I, I, I need to give you something. So 
could you meet me at the airport? So this he goes to the airport, Jerry Swell goes to the airport, and this man lands on his little jet, little plane and stuff, and, and, and he hops out of it carrying a sack, a, a grocery sack. He's carrying a grocery sack. And he walks up to him and says, here, take this. And he, and he goes, I don't want to receive for it, and, and, and I, I don't need to know, know what you're going to do with it. I just, here, take it. And so Brother Jerry's like going, is this how drug deals go down? And he said, you know, Jesse DePlantis told him, so he, you know, that was funny when he told said that. But anyway, but he was, but what he was saying, listen to this. He left from that place, got in his vehicle, and when he opened up the bag, there was a bunch of money in it. A bunch of money in it. And when he got home to his wife, he, they got it out and they counted it. It was $30,000. This man had got, he saw him later on. I don't remember what the time frame was. He got, he ran into that man and that man said to him, do you know where I got that money? In Las Vegas. I was gambling and I won $30,000. And when I won that $30,000, the Lord spoke to my heart and said, give it to Jerry Savell, he needs it. You know what a lot of people would do when they hear something like that? You took that filthy lucre? Uh, yes. To further the kingdom of God, the wealth of the sinner is laid up for the just. I need that to fulfill what God's calling us to do in the earth today to get the gospel all over this world. Ooh, glory to God. I haven't even got to the good part, and I'm stoked already. Praise you, Jesus. Woo! Isn't that an excellent example of the wealth of the sinner being stored up for the, for the righteous? I'm a, I am convinced that's exactly what's God, what God's going to be doing in these last days. He's going to move upon the hearts of sinners, and they're going to be giving monies out. Giving monies out to people. To, to, they hear of pastors. They hear of churches. And they don't even know why, but they're going to show up and they're going to say, I, I don't know why I'm doing this, but here's a check for a million dollars. See, again, that would have been a great opportunity for you to shout. I'm believing God for those kind of things to happen. You know, when you first see a check being written to the church for $100,000, it does something to you. For my wife and I, what it does for us more than anything else it makes us realize we're doing what we're supposed to be doing. Amen. But see, I am convinced there's going to be, someone's going to walk up to us very shortly. May I add that real quickly? Very shortly and write us a check for a quarter of a million dollars. That's $250,000. Then after that, it's going to bump up to 500000 Then it's going to bump up to a million. Then it's going to bump up to two million. And listen, friends, you could be one of the ones to do that. I mean, I, that, these two have always said, we're going to do that. David just said it today to me. It's going, I, I, God's going to use me to do that big check for this church. Uh, I said, go on with it. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Woo. I tell you, I believe the wealth of the wicked is going to flow into the hands of the righteous. I believe the wealth of the wicked is going to flow into our hands. Amen. Oh, glory. Listen. Our God can make things like that happen beyond anything we could ever imagine. Did you hear what I just said? In fact, listen to this verse in uh, Psalm 49.10. It's from the Passion Translation. The brightest and best, along with the foolish and senseless, God sees that they all will die one day. Notice, leaving their houses and wealth to others. Here I am, Lord. You can bring that, the wealth of the sinner, here we are. See, God knows we're going to do something with it. We're going, we're going to use it for the kingdom of God. Can I just tell off on myself? I'm just going to tell off on myself. I'm going to go ahead and tell off myself whether you want me to or not. I have not had a pay raise where this church is concerned since the beginning of the church. You know, you might think, well, what's wrong with you, Pastor Dan? Why aren't you believing God for more? I am constantly believing God for this church, for this church. For this church. And if, thank you, Lord. I trust him 
to supply all my need. And it happens all the time. Are you hearing what I'm saying? I'm not saying that I'll never get a bump in pay. I'm not saying that at all. In fact, I believe, God, that it's going to happen shortly too. You want to know why? Because we're going to have so much money coming in. Hallelujah. Is it okay for your pastor to get paid? Is that okay? <laughs> what I'm trying to get across is my focus is this church, is growing this church, is reaching more for the kingdom of God. Amen. I'm excited. I'm excited because I believe these things are starting to happen and they're going to be happening in a greater way than ever before. Woo, glory to God. I need some oxygen. <laughs> Ooh. We must not limit God because of our lack of understanding of how he can get wealth to us. Did you hear what I just said? Cannot limit God. We cannot limit God. However he wants to do it, we're going to have to adopt the attitude, God, I may not understand how you're going to get all the money and all the buildings and all the sound equipment and all the lighting and so forth to me, but I know you're going to do it. I trust you, Lord. I trust you, Lord. I refuse to entertain any small thinking. I refuse to be limited by small dreaming. I'm going to take you at your word, almighty God. I'm going to keep on sowing, and I fully expect that this is the year of the maximum. This is the year of the highest level attainable, and I know you're going to make sure it comes into me. God knows I believe this. God knows I believe this. I mean, some of you might be struggling with it right now, and that's okay. That's why you're here. That's why you're hearing this word. It's called, I'm called to stir your faith up. I'm, I'm here to help build your faith up. Amen. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. Woo! Do you believe this this morning? Hallelujah. Well, so far we've looked about at how Jesus told Peter in Mark 10, 29, and 30, after Peter said to Jesus about leaving all to follow him, Surely I say to you, there is no one who has left house or brothers or sisters or father or mother or wife or children or lands for my sake and the gospels who shall not receive a hundredfold, a hundredfold. Everybody say a hundredfold. Now in this time, not in the sweet by and by, but now in this time, houses and brothers and sisters and mothers and children and lands with persecutions and in the age to come eternal life. So Jesus is telling Peter here, and anyone else who's done something along these lines, they're going to receive a hundredfold now in this lifetime. Do you believe that? Does that sound like maximum results? The highest level attainable? Oh, thank you, Jesus. And we also looked at uh, Isaac, who obeyed God and sowed seeds right smack in the middle of a famine. And as a result, he reaped in the same year a hundredfold, there it is again. A hundredfold of the Lord blessed him. The man began to prosper and continued prospering till he became very prosperous. I like that verse. Woo! For he had possessions of flocks and possessions of herds and a great number of servants. So the Philistines envied him. So Isaac, in obedience to the Lord, sowed seed in the middle of a famine. In spite of conditions that weren't conducive for growing anything. But God honored his obedience to sow where he told Isaac to sow. That right there is such a huge key. You have to follow the leading of the Spirit as to where you're going to sow your seed. I trust that because you come to this church, you're being fed in this church, that you're going to bring seed into this place. But glory to God. If the Lord lays it on your heart to bless other ministries, then do so. Amen. Oh, thank you, Lord. As a result, he reaped in the same year a hundredfold harvest. Right here in the book of beginnings, in the book of Genesis, a spiritual law of reaping a hundredfold of what is sown in obedience to God was established. Did you hear that? Glory to God. Ooh, and if it's, it was established back then, it's still a spiritual law today. Are you listening? Thank you, Lord God. Reaping a hundredfold 
Sure sounds like maximized living, doesn't it? Thank you, Jesus. Now go with me to Genesis chapter 8. I want to take just a few moments. And I want to uh, share some things with you. Talking about God's way of doing things in the earth today. Thank you for turning that fan on. Hallelujah. And if you've been in here for any length of time, when we take up tithes and offerings, a lot of times I will share these, these different scriptures with you. But I want you to get this in your heart and soul this morning and get it stirred up once again before we get into the next thing the Lord has wanted me to share with you this morning. Are you all with me today? Because it's getting fixed to get really good. I was telling my wife, I was, I was, uh, she was up here at the buzz and I was studying and I was like going, oh my goodness. I thought I was, I was having rapture practice in my office. I thought I was going up because the revelation was just flooding me. And it's, oh my, you wait and see. Hallelujah. Genesis 8, verse 22. While the earth remains seed time and harvest, cold and heat, winter and summer, and day and night shall not cease. Is the earth still here? Is there still cold and heat on this earth? And what about winter and summer? Are they still here? And is day and night still a part of this earth? Well, can we say with complete authority that seed time and harvest is still here in this earth today? Is it still here in the earth today? It shall not cease as long as this earth remains. Now, I know some people like to argue and get persnickety about that and they say something along the lines oh that's just talking about sowing fruit seeds or vegetable seeds or for trees or flowers or whatever the case is that's not talking about sowing finances that's not talking about sowing kindness no it's not well let's go to the bible how many know that's a good place to find an answer to a bible question let's see what the bible says galatians 6 7 And I love the way this starts. Do not be deceived. Don't you be tricked by the enemy. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked for whatever. Everybody say whatever. Does God mean what he says or is he just kind of, sometimes he just likes to exaggerate. Or does he mean what he says? Whatever, whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. Are you getting this? The Phillips translation says, don't be under any illusion. You cannot make a fool of God. A man's harvest in life will depend entirely on what he sows. In other words, nothing just happens in our life. Somewhere down the line in the past, seeds were planted for the harvest you're now experiencing. And if you don't like What you're experiencing right now, you need to change what you're sowing. Did you hear what I just said? Woo! What do you need to do if you're in need of love? Sow love. What do you need to do if if you're in need of kindness? Sow kindness. I've had people come up to me and say to me, "I, I, I just don't have any friends. Sow friendship. Sow being friendly. Are you hearing me? And then if you're in need of finances, what should you do according to this verse? So finances. Now, you can come and argue with me and say, that's not what that means. That's not what it means. That's not what it means. Well, I not only have the word for it, I have personal experience for it. Because I've seen this happen over and over and over and over again in our lives where finances are concerned and in other areas as well. I find it very useful for me, when I come to the realization, if there's somebody I don't really like much, I didn't mean to be looking at you, Gary, when I said that. <laughs> I wasn't referring to you. Okay, oh, baby, it is. No, I'm just kidding. Listen, I have come to the realization, if I don't like someone, it's my responsibility to show kindness to that person, to show love into that person's life. Are you listening? That doesn't mean I'm going to go hang out with that person. I, I might go get a, a, a bite to eat or something with them. The point I'm trying to make, it's my responsibility to do these things, to sow these kinds of things, because then I can expect to reap back that kind of a harvest. Are you getting this? Plus, don't you think that would be God's will for my life? 
where these people are concerned? All right, praise the Lord. Now, the next question we need to ask is, what about the amount of our harvest? Is that totally up to God, or do we play a role in this? Well, what does the Bible say in 2 Corinthians chapter 9? This is the Bible. Again, I just want to repeat, this is the Bible I'm reading. Okay, I don't want anybody to think, well, I don't know if I can believe that or not. Well, you better believe what the Bible says. That's all I'm going to say. But this I say, he who sows sparingly will also reap. And he who sows bountifully will also reap. The Passion Translation says, here's my point. A stingy sower will reap a meager harvest. But the one who sows from a generous spirit will reap an abundant harvest. Did you hear that? What happens if you sow sparingly? You will reap sparingly. What happens if you sow bountifully? Is this the Bible? Do you play a role in the kind of harvest you're going to get? <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Who determines the kind of harvest you're going to receive? Every one of you. Thank you, Jesus. So is the spiritual law of seed time and harvest still a part of this earth? Is it true that whatever we sow, that is what we're going to reap? And is it true we are the ones who determine what kind of harvest we're going to have, whether bountiful or maximized, we could say, or meager? Not much. So you're in agreement all of those things are a part of the Bible. All right. Now, I, I, let me just throw this in before I go any further. I, I, years ago, we were doing a teaching when we were over at King Tour. I remember this. And it was a Wednesday night. And it was a Bible study. And I, the Lord had, because I, I, we're talking about finances. Is it God's will for us to prosper? And I was doing a study on it in, in the 30-fold, 60-fold, and 100-fold. And, and Lord, which, you know, how do you determine what I'm supposed to be believing for? And God spoke to my heart at that time. Every time you sow, I want you to be believing for maximized harvest. That was years ago. So when I sow, that's what I'm saying from my mouth. I expect to receive maximized harvest on the seed I sow. Everybody say maximized harvest. Because, see, it could be 30-fold. It could be 60-fold. It could be 100-fold. I don't know if you've ever multiplied just 30-fold times whatever you sow. It's going to be a lot of money. Are you listening? But see, I, I, I can sit here and tell you right now, there have been times I've sown it and I've got a thousandfold on what I've sown. Are you listening? Oh, thanks. So I, I'm just believing God for maximized harvest. This is, this is the year of the maximum. This is the year of the highest level attainable. Now go with me to James chapter 5. Oh, we're going to have some fun now. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Mm. Oh, I hope you wore your shouting clothes. I hope you're ready for this. Everybody say, I'm ready. Say, I'm hungry. Thank you, Lord. Come now, you rich, weep and howl for your miseries that are coming upon you. Your riches are corrupted and your garments are moth-eaten. Your gold and silver are corroded and their corrosion will be a witness against you and eat your flesh like fire. You have heaped up treasure when? In the last days. Are we in the last days? Indeed, verse 4, indeed the wages, or you could say the harvest of the laborers who mowed your field, which you kept back by fraud, cries out. And the cries of the reapers have reached the ears of the Lord of Sabaoth. That is not the Lord of the Sabbath. That is the Lord of the hosts of heaven. That is the Lord of the armies of angels. Ooh, I know. Yeah, I tell you. Ooh, I tell you. There are two cries we can see right here. Number one, the cries of the wages or the cries of the harvest that have been held back from those they truly belong to. And number two, the cries of the reapers, the ones to whom the harvest rightfully belongs. How many of you are givers in here or sowers? Are, are you a giver or a sower? Now, I want you to be honest with me. 
Do you, first of all, do you believe that God wants you to have a return on your giving? In other words, is it an established law that whatsoever a man sows, that he shall also reap? Now, how many of you can honestly say, honestly say now, and I'm not asking for a, 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 a faith belief here. Uh, how many of you can honestly say you've received all the harvest on every seed you've sown? That, my friends, is a violation of spiritual law. Oh, thank you, Jesus. I'm about to, I don't know if I'm going to cry. I don't know if I'm going to laugh. I don't know if I'm going to shout. If we have not reaped a harvest on what we've sown, that's a violation of spiritual law that was established by Almighty God. Unfortunately, what has happened is that so many Christians who have sown down through the years and have not yet reaped the harvest they should have because of the seed they've sown, they end up forgetting about all that seed they've sown. <laughs> they no longer even think about it. They basically give up on ever receiving their harvest. However, according to these verses we just read here in James, that harvest that belongs to you is crying out. <laughs> it's crying out. Hey, hey, where, 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 where are those people who sowed the seed that had made this harvest come to buy? Where are you? Where are you? And what is the reaper supposed to be doing? Just sitting back there going, dumpy 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 dum. Sure, I hope this works. I don't know if it will. Or are they supposed to be crying out? Hey, here I am. Here I am. I'm calling out to you too. Come on now. Come on now. Come here, Joan, stand up. Riley, stand up. Woo! Joan's going to be the, the, the cries of the harvest. Riley's going to be the cries of the reaper. Now, I want you to notice something here. The Bible says they've reached the Lord's of the Lord, the ears of the Lord of Sabaoth. When you do this by faith, when you realize that the harvest is crying out for you and you begin to cry out for it, God's going to arrange a divine appointment. He's going to see. He's going to see. He's going to allow. No, no. He's going to charge his angels to go forth and bring your harvest in. He's the Lord of Sabaoth. He's like going, hey, they're in faith. And I see their harvest is crying out for angels. Cause it to come in. I want you to start crying out. Here I, am. I want you to start crying out. Say, I I believe it. It's coming in. It's for me. I believe it. Now, I don't know what to say. <laughs> That's how most Christians are, unfortunately. <laughs> Just a learning experience for all of us. I want you to get this. The Lord showed me this years ago. When we are in faith, we've sown a seed and we're in faith, and we're believing God for that harvest to come in. Don't stand back up. I'll be the one. I'll be the reaper this time. She'll let Riley know what to do. And so anyway, hey, hey. No, uh, I want, Okay. Uh, Kelby, come here. Ain't, Kelby is going to be the angel. I want you to go behind that, go behind that harvest over there. What ends up happening is the Lord of Sabaoth will cause, he will charge that angel. These are ministering spirits sent to minister unto us as heirs of salvation. And when we're in faith and we're rejoicing and we're believing and we're crying out for our harvest, what's happening is, I'm going to step back a little bit, is that angel, just kind of put your arms, you know, yeah, is bringing, bringing that harvest to me. But wait a minute, stop, not so fast. I'll take it that fast. But whatever, listen, listen, what ends up happening? Because it doesn't happen as quickly as you thought it was going to, people begin to speak other things out. I guess it didn't work for me. 
I guess it's not happening. And all of a sudden, that angel drops his arms, stands at his side, and just stands there. And the harvest just stands there, crying out still. Doesn't say the Bible doesn't say he stops crying out. But because this person, the reaper, stopped crying out to him. Let go of their voice of praise. Stop shouting the victory. Now what they could see determine how they're going to act, what they're going to go, how they're going to respond. But when you begin, let me tell you this, if that's been you, repent. That seed you've sown is impenetrable. What's, not, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, imperishable, thank you. It's still there. It's still calling out. So all you've got to do is just say, okay, okay, Lord, okay, Lord, Lord, forgive me for getting out of faith. I'm back in faith and you know it. So I'm going to call that harvest in. And the angel grabs it and brings it and brings it. Look, the harvest is now in the hands of its rightful owner. The one who sowed the seed. Oh, I love my harvest. Uh, I'm going to preach the rest of the time like this. No, you're hot. You're too hot. (laughs) Did you see that? Did you get that? Your harvest is calling out. It could be from 20 years ago. It's a spiritual law. And if you operate a spiritual law, you're going to get results every single time. The only way you can shut it down is by your unbelief. Words of unbelief coming out of your mouth. You have got to keep shouting, calling in your harvest, glory to God, it's coming into me. Hallelujah. We recently gave, I don't remember how much it was, I I believe it was around $25,000, $23,000, $24,000 to a missionary. This church gave that amount of money. Friends, you know what a hundredfold of that is? I'm going to say something. It's coming in. I said it's coming in. I'm calling it in. How about you? Are you going to call your harvest in? It's calling out for you. It's calling out for you. It's time for you to start shouting. You need to stand up and do some shouting right now. That harvest, that harvest. It's coming in. Woo. Woo. Glory to God. Oh, thank you, Jesus. I tell you, oh, my goodness gracious. People think sometimes I'm the weirdest man in the world, and that's okay. See, I know it works. I said I know it works. I've seen it happen in my life over and over and over and over again. All I can do is present this to you. Some of you are going to have to bust out of that, sh- that shell of religiosity and say, God, if it's your word, I'm going to take you at it. That settles it. I'm not going to be moved by anything else. I'm going to keep rejoicing. I'm going to keep shouting. I'm going to keep sowing. I'm going to keep giving. I'm going to keep being that, then I'm going to be the best reaper ever. Oh, thank you, Jesus. There are people in this room, you have been believing God for harvest to come in so you can continue to sow. It's right there. It's right there. It's right there. It's right there. But the Bible's, not the Bible, but have you heard people say money talks? Your money's talking right now. Your harvest is talking right now. Here I am. Here I am. You sowed me six years ago when you went to that meeting. You sowed me seven years ago at church. Here I am. I'm ready to come in. I'm ready to come in. And you keep on calling it in. I believe it. I receive it. I expect it. This is the year of maximize harvest. I tell you, I, 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 want, I want, I mean, oh, thank you, Jesus. I mean, I, I would really like to be able to do a backflip right now, but I know I can't. Come here, Trent. Here, help me do one real quick. No, I'm just kidding. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. The thing that you got to fight off here is thoughts of doubt because it hasn't happened the way you thought it was going to happen. We cannot put God in a box and say, God, that's the way, this is the way it's supposed to happen. No, no, no. Get the mentality. I don't care how you do it, Lord. I don't care how you do it. 
It doesn't matter whether you move upon a person gambling at Las Vegas right now who just wanted $250,000. And that person at Las Vegas says, uh, I mean, you speak to his heart. He says, I don't know who Daniel Greenwald is. And he says, look it up. He's in Montana. And he looks it up, finds out where I am, and shows up at this place and hands me a bag full of money, and it turns out to be $250,000. Uh, you know what I'm going to do when we get have church? I'm going to show you the bag full of money. I'm not going to deposit to it. Show you the money. Show me the money. Glory to God. I'm expecting this. I'm expecting it for my life, for her life, for your lives. I'm expecting it in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. We are living in the last days. I want everybody to say, I'm expecting the wealth of the wicked to come into my hands because I'm righteous. I believe that my God can do it in unimaginable ways. I believe this is the year of the maximum. I believe this is the year of the highest level attainable. I believe this year of 2023, I'm going to be free from my financial burdens. I'm going to have so much. I'm going to give it away. I'm going to give it away. Maximize harvest. I'm calling it in. I'm calling it in. It's coming. It's mine. Now, let me just say this. If you're married and you're laying in your bed and it's midnight hour and your spouse is snoring on the other side of you, I'm not saying your wife or, or, or I am. Anyway, <laughs> and all of a sudden, God wakes you up and it hits you like the just, just pours on you. Like I said, it happened to me yesterday. Glory to God. Jump up. Start shouting. Hey, God. I've been, this has been happening. I remember Brother Jason L. say this years ago, talking about the favor of God. Lately, man, I get, I'll go, I run the errands for the church. I've been getting like front row parking almost every time I go into Costco. And I mean, I'm not talking with just a few people. I'm talking it's packed out. I'm getting, you know what I say when I, that's favor. That's the favor of God. God loves me. I'm his favorite. I believe God is wanting to do a fast work, a quick work in the earth today. I believe God is wanting to bring in this end-time harvest. I want to be a part of those who are helping to fund it. Not only to be one who's used to preach it, but to fund it. Ooh, the wealth of the wicked laid up for the just. Hallelujah. Listen, you can believe it and receive it, or you can doubt it and do without it. Your choice. Your choice. I don't know how you, you might be thinking in your head, but I think I'm going to believe it and receive it. Woo, and, they, and, 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 and No, I'm not going to say that, Lord. Unless you want me to. Um, I, I am believing that some of you will be the ones to help to fund this church by our new church. I really believe that about some of you in this room. Maybe all of you are going to help it. Um, I, I, and I'm going to say this, where our worship team is concerned. We have had 1500 in, right around $1,600 have come in. To my, and it's on the back, if anybody wants to go back, Casey is a very diligent person about putting up everything he's believing God for back there on the sound booth, on that door. But on it is the drums we're believing God for. You can go back and look at them. 20, excuse me, $2,700. And it's not something where it's going to be for practicing. It's going to be something which we'll be able to use the next 10, 15 years down the road. It's quality. Amen. The point I'm trying to get across is God's going to be moving upon people's hearts to sow that seed. Maybe $100, maybe uh, the, the remaining $1,200, whatever. See, you should be, when, when, when a, a, a need is presented, you should be checking, checking your heart right away. Okay, God, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to do? Do you want me to sow that amount? I, we're, we're believing, and, and does Sean have a bass guitar? Yeah. So we're probably going to need a bass guitar. And, and we got a piano, but we need some work on that thing to be done. And so anyway, we're, we're, the bottom line to this is we're going to have a full-blown praise and worship team. I thank God for Riley. I thank God for Kelby. I thank God for James. I think it's an anointed worship team, isn't it? 
But how many know we could take it? How many were at Jerry Savelle's meeting? And our, we had our four worship team there. Oh, my goodness. I, I almost forgot about Jerry Savelle. I was so pumped. I was so excited. I, he, he, you know, it came to the end of the, uh, of the song, of the worship song, for the last song, and, and I'm supposed to introduce Brother Jerry. And all I did is I looked at him. You ready? Then go. <laughs> because of the anointing on this team. Amen. The thing is, is we, we want to take this all up higher. We want to go up higher. We want to be a place that draws people into it, not just, first and foremost, by the Spirit, the love of God that's in this place, the Word that's being preached in this place, the signs and wonders happening in this place, but also because it's quality. It's done with excellence. I don't want to run. Listen to me. When we have our own property, we will never let the grass grow so high and weeds grow amongst our flowers. It's going to be done with excellence. Amen. It is for Jesus. It's like I always say, would you want Jesus walking into that bathroom right now after you got done doing what you just did? I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be rude or mean, but if you have, I know this is really getting off. This might be too much information. But if you have a really blast from the past, please clean it up for the sake of the person who's going after you. Is that, is that being rude? I'm not blaming on anybody, Gail. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I just looked at her. <laughs> I am so sorry. I love Gail. Anyway, um, I'm expecting good things. 2023, the year of the maximum. The year of the maximum. Maximize results on all of our signs. It's calling for you. Keep calling it in. You need to practice this at home. If you have uh, family members uh, and you don't want to sound, for whatever, the, for lack of a better way of saying, foolish in the sight of your kids or your spouse, go into your secret place and bring a pillow with you if you have to. Put the pillow over your face and scream into it. I have. I mean, the other day it was Saturday morning. Uh, Casey and Brooke. And Emmy left after Joan. She left real early. And, and so, and, and I'm studying this, what I just shared with you. And I'm the only one in the house. If you would have been my next door neighbor, you might have been knocking on the door wondering what was going on because I'm shouting. I'm screaming. I'm letting it out. I don't just tell you to do it. I practice it. And it does something on the inside of you. Why did God have those Israelites march around seven times and then let us shout out? Why didn't he just say, walls fall down? He told them to shout. Something happens in the spirit realm when you shout, when you let loose a shout of faith. Glory to God. But so many people see the walls and say, oh, woe is me. What am I supposed to do? It's such a big wall. And it's all the way around, and I don't know what to do. And they begin to cry, and they begin to moan, and they begin to grumble. Instead of letting out a shout. We're Christians. We're Christians. We're Christians. We're supposed to be different. We're supposed to be different. Did you know that there are things that happen in the spirit realm? Listen, the spirit realm and this natural realm, even though there's a lot of similarities, there's a, some big differences. Words in the spirit realm, that, that means everything over there. Words over here in this realm, for some it means a lot, but for a lot, it doesn't mean anything. Are you listening? But if you get a hold of something like this and you begin to apply it to your life, because see, you are spirit. You are spirit. You're a born-again spirit. Hallelujah. So all you're doing is tapping in to the way the spirit realm does it. And when you tap into the way the spirit realm does it, those things that are already belonging to you in the spirit realm, because you're tapping into the way they do it, it's coming into your life. Glory to God. I'm just, just up here sweating bullets, shouting real loud, being real excited before you, just so you can leave from here and say, whoa, wasn't that fun? But never applying this to your life. I'm expecting for you to do these things. Some of you may never have shouted in your life. I'll never forget, and I'll close with this, George Horvath. 
If you knew the Horvath family, I mean, just a wonderful family, and they attended Missoula Bible Church, and uh, he was an usher, and uh, just wonderful people, but they were really reserved. I mean, their, their, their shouting was, and, and I, again, I'm not trying to be mean or rude when I say that, it's just that was the way they were, and, 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 but one day, the Spirit of God got to move them never forget it because George Horvath stepped out into the aisle and began to dance and shout and turn about I guarantee you when he did that something broke in him because I remember from that time forward he kept doing it and not only him his wife started to do it hallelujah glory to God and the children got in on it friends listen this is the year of the maximum I'm believing for maximum results in my life in my family's lives, in your lives. But you have a role to play in this. you got to say, God, help me to just side in and, and take you at your word and refuse to back off till I see the full manifestation of what I'm believing you for. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Did you guys get something out of that? Woo! Hallelujah. I tell you, God's good. Mm-mm-mm. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Let's pray. So, Father, we come now in Jesus' name, and I just pray, Lord, that the word that has come forth by your Spirit has entered the hearts of everyone here and anyone listening via live stream. People are taking this word, this message, and believing it's being rooted. I believe it's being rooted into their hearts even as I speak, and the water's being applied even as I speak. And we look to you now, Almighty God, the God of maximum, to cause that maximum growth in our lives. Hallelujah. We hear the cry of our harvest crying out for us. It rightfully belongs to us. And we're going to cry out for it, Almighty God. Glory to God. We expect maximized results in this year of the maximum. We give you praise and we give you glory for these things now. In Jesus' name. If you believe that, shout amen. Amen. We love you. God bless you. We'll see you Wednesday night. You need to come out Wednesday night. I'm going to tell you that. You have never been out on a Wednesday night. You need to come out this Wednesday. Mark just got done ministry. It was wonderful. John, before that, it was wonderful. But my wife has a message straight from heaven for people who deal with issues of the mind. I'm sorry, I had to share it. And you need to come. If you ever dealt with things in your mind, you need to be here. I believe there's going to be healings happening this Wednesday night. You need to show up. Amen? Hallelujah. Well, we love you. God bless you. Let's keep on believing it. Let's keep on shouting it in. Amen? Amen. You're dismissed.